Welcome to Thrive 9 to 5, a podcast all about how you can kick ass in the office and in life without feeling exhausted or overwhelmed. Each week, I'm sharing simple self-care strategies, mindset hacks, and time management tips so you can get promoted without burning yourself out. My goal is to help you create success without sacrificing your soul or your sanity. I'm your host, Celeste Harrington. Hey Thrivers, I am so excited to talk to you this week all about this thing I'm calling the Wheel of Wellness. I have been seeing this trend in the health and wellness and fitness industry for many, 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 many years. I think for as long as that industry has existed. And that trend is, of course, just focusing on diet and exercise. And don't get me wrong, mental health is definitely an up and coming player in the wellness game. We've heard all about mindset. Of course, I coach on mindset, but it's not fully embedded yet in the health and wellness space. Most of it is still focused on diet and workout routines and your body composition, really, um, is what we're trying to to do, right? Of course, food and workouts make you feel better, right? Certain foods definitely impact your physiology. Exercise, of course, gives you endorphins and serotonin and all those beautiful, happy hormones. And I'm starting to see mindset become a player in this game. And it really deserves a seat at the table. Because how we think about things is how we experience and perceive the world around us. Your reality is, of course, your thoughts about your reality. That's how it continues to exist. And I can dive into that in another episode. But I really want to talk about this wheel of wellness. And it's going to be hard without a visual. I wrote a newsletter about it recently, and there's a visual in there. So if you want the visual, you can, of course, follow me on Instagram. It's posted there or just get on my newsletter list. I'll drop the subscribe link in the show notes below. But this wheel of wellness is comprised of four quadrants, your mindset, resources, physiology, and safety and security. And I'm going to go through what each of these means, but they all impact one another. Your mindset, of course, impacts how you feel, how you're thinking, the actions you take, And it can impact your physiology, right? If you're stressed out, it's an emotion. It impacts your physiology by decreasing your immunity, which increases likelihood of you getting sick. And then if you take time off work to rest and feel better, you risk falling behind. Potentially, you think about losing your job, which of course impacts your safety and security, the third quadrant on the wheel. And then your job is, of course, related to your resources, the fourth quadrant on the wheel and your resources that you have available to you, whether that's doctors or gyms or a house or roof over your head, right? Which of course makes you tap into that safety and security, right? So they're always bleeding one into the other. And I'll give you another example. I'm probably going to give you several examples during this episode. Like if you start with physiology, so say sleep, if you're sleeping well, your mindset is probably really well because your your resiliency is higher. 
You're probably feeling a lot more safe and secure, which allows you to sleep better. And with your mindset and your physiology in tip-top shape, you're probably accessing your resources, right? You're going to the gym. Maybe you're taking care of your house. Maybe you're accessing some preventive health measures with the doctors or acupuncture or whatever it is, your coaches, whatever your resources are, right? So it can go in both directions, right? It's not just a negative wheel of wellness. It goes across a spectrum, right? So there's a spectrum at the bottom of this wheel. It would be high functioning or lower functioning, depending on how you're feeling in each one of those quadrants. The wheel can of course be green at any time when all the boxes are checked, but when one box isn't checked, like say you're not feeling safe or secure, or you're having some money scarcity, you have something going on in your home, that is going to impact your mindset, your physiology, and your ability to access your resources. These are all correlated. And that's why we have to look at all of these when we're looking at our overall well-being, we can't just sit here and apply a one-size-fits-all approach to health, meaning a diet routine or exercise routine, and expect ourselves to feel better if we're still not feeling safe or secure, and we're still not either accessing resources or have limited access to resources, right? I feel like this is like the whitewashing of wellness, where you're like, just eat this way and just exercise this way when some people don't even have access to the resources to do that. And we're like, well, why aren't they well? Well, <laughs> there's a whole entire, entire societal framework around being able to have access to resources. And it's really important to look at every single one of these things. And I think it's really important for coaches to look at all these, whether you're a personal trainer or a nutrition coach or a mindset coach or a career coach, whatever it is, if you're trying to improve someone's life or you're trying to improve your life and take action on your own, how is your mindset? Where are you in your physiology, your body, right? If you don't know what the word physiology means, it is the study of the human body. So are you ill or injured? Are you high functioning? Do you have gastrointestinal issues, right? Anything that's making you feel uncomfortable or impacting your ability to feel safe and secure, access to your resources or mindset, right? Think about someone who's injured, right? You deal with a lot of this in the fitness industry or just in life in general, or even if you have kids who get injured playing sports, if you have an injury, it's certainly impacting your physiology 100%, right? It's a damage to your body. It's certainly going to impact your mindset because you think, oh, this sucks. This is going to set me back. How am I going to get to this? Or how am I going to get to that? So of course, it impacts your resources, right? Especially if you can't drive, you're relying on other people. Or do you even have access to those resources to get better? Can you go to a doctor? And then you're probably not feeling as safe and secure, right? When you think about the primitive nature of humans, if one of us is injured in back in the tribe times, it's a weak link. It's a runt, right? It's a sign of weakness and no one wants to be left out, right? Humans, we like, we're social creatures. We want to be part of a community and a collective. And so when we are injured, of course, it's an innate reaction and an emotional response to our feeling of safety, to our feeling of security, right? Think about too, especially for women, if you have an injury where it's impacting your ability to get around, say you're in crutches or in a wheelchair, and especially with women's safety, like it's going to, of course, alert your nervous system and be in a more heightened state. Again, tapping into your physiology, again, in your mindset, and then limits your access to resources. It's all correlated. So you just wouldn't go prescribe someone an exercise routine that is 
specific in helping them with their injury to help them recover, but also addressing the mindset piece, also addressing their safety and security concerns, also ensuring their ability to access their resources. It all comes together, especially if you're not seeing success in your clients, your clients are getting better, or they're maybe even getting worse, but you're, because you're only probably addressing one of these concerns, their fitness or their, or their nutrition in this case. And I keep talking about fitness and nutrition, right? That's only addressing the physiology, the person's human body, their physique, and a huge focus on body composition, which really isn't a point at all to wellness and well-being is whether you have so much body fat or not. We're talking about the whole holistic approach to what it is to be a human existing on this planet. And this really goes to show that your health is more than just a diet or more than just an exercise routine. It's also how you think, it's how you feel, what resources you have access to, gyms, doctors, childcare. And if you're feeling safe and secure, whether that's financially safe or physically safe, And it's really important to take a moment to evaluate each of these aspects of your life. And why you would do that is it would help you decide where you want to take action to enhance your overall well-being. Because if you're just looking at like, oh, I'm not feeling well, I'm going to go to a dietitian or I'm going to go to a nutritionist or I'm going to go to a personal trainer or join a gym, right? Could be a great choice for you, but it also could enhance your stress. You might stress out about getting there or paying for it or thinking that you aren't good enough or whatever it is, that's impacting the rest of the wheel. So you might not make that big of an impact on your health and well-being by just focusing on your physical health, by just focusing on your physiology. I think the mindset is the biggest component. If I were to be biased in the wheel of wellness, I would make the mindset piece a bigger chunk, right? The third, and then your resources and your safety and security also big players in the wheel of wellness. And that makes your physical health the smallest component and not to totally beat down on the the health and fitness industry. But whenever we focus so much on that, how we're looking, how we're fitting in our clothes, we kind of forget about the rest of our humanness. And I think that's so important because we don't want to get into this compare and despair space where we're only focusing on our physical bodies and not the mental part of us, right? Safety and security is definitely part of your mindset. What else do you think about your mindset? Where are your mental health? Where are you in your anxiety spectrum or stress or depression? How are you processing emotions? Is it only through exercise? These are all really great questions you can ask yourself as you're looking holistically at your well-being. You're not only focusing on your physical health. And there are certainly other routines that you can add to your wellness routine, whatever that is, to complement something that you might already have in place, right? Maybe you're already meeting, going to a gym or already meeting with an RD or you already have a health coach. But I would dive into the resources. Hey, what resources do I have available to me? Do I have access? Do I have the financial resources? Can I go to this person or another coach, or am I tapping into more research on the internet or reading books about my well-being? Do I feel safe and secure in my body, in my home? Do I have any money scarcity concerns? Am I in a domestic violence situation, right? These are all things that are going to impact your whole entire 
body. So if we are in a situation where we aren't healthy, and I'm using healthy kind of like in air quotes, like our, if you're on a spectrum of feeling really great in all these areas or feeling not so great, healthy being on the great side, you're feeling healthy in all these areas, it's going to be much easier to stick to a fitness routine or stick to a diet. Instead, we're using fitness and diet and exercise as a band-aid to some of these problems. But if we address the mindset, if we address the safety and security, if we address the resources, we have less to worry about, we have less to stress about, and it's going to make the new routine that much easier. And to be honest, it'll make the results within that routine so much easier. And what I mean by that is say someone's, this is speaking for the most of the population out there, because how we're marketed about exercise and fitness, right? Having to be thin and lean and tan and blonde and all those things. And don't get me wrong, I, besides the tan part, I definitely fit into most of those boxes. But having this new lens of the mindset and the safety and security and the resources, this holistic approach really makes me question a lot of the fitness industry, to be honest, and how we are marketed to. And it's definitely not our fault, right? It's an entire systemic change. But say you're going, you have a weight loss goal. I certainly have clients have weight loss goals. It's not a bad thing to have. But whenever you're trying and only focusing on the weight loss goal, you're focusing on your eating, you have an exercise routine, you're making it a way more challenging if that's your band-aid to feeling better, to having a holistic approach. Because being on a diet and sticking to an exercise routine as your only solution to feeling better isn't very sustainable. Where you have these other methodologies of addressing your mindset, your mental health, whether you have a therapist or a coach or you have a journaling practice or a breathwork practice or a meditation practice or some sort of mindfulness where you're able to process your emotions, tap into your body, see how you're feeling, witness your thoughts, have conscious thinking practices. You're missing the whole entire part of well-being or wellness when you're only focusing on the input and output of your body. When you bring it into your brain, you can focus on your mindset. Why am I, am I not sticking to this routine Why do I want this routine in the first place? Why do I want to lose weight in the first place? Do I have any issues with seeking validation or fitting into this particular mold? Because I think it's going to feel better, like this grass is greener on the other side sort of mindset. When I lose weight, I'm going to feel this way or I'm going to do this thing or putting a lot of pressure on a very small portion of our well-being. We're putting all this pressure on our physical health, on our physiology, on our exercise and diet routine to make us feel better instead of, Hey, I have this resource available to me. Hey, do I feel safe and secure inside my home or financially, or are my children feeling safe and secure if you have children? And then how is my mindset? How am I thinking about these things? How do I think about the world around me? These are all really great questions that you can ask yourself before you start a new routine, before you kick off and feel super excited and motivated. And I think this is a really great timing as we're kind of starting to close out the year, right? We're recording this at the end of October. So you have a couple months left. And this is where people start to think like, oh, I'll put off my goals to the resolution time on January 1st for those who are on the, who follow the calendar year, new year, right? We, we have resolutions and So people start putting off their health and of course, holidays. I'm going to have a few podcasts coming up about approaching the holidays with stress and alcohol and all the things, but you don't have to only focus on your physical health when those things come up. I'm kind of going off on tangent now as I'm thinking about the holidays, but you don't have to like really focus on your physical health 
if you're going into the holiday stress or like thinking you're eating poorly or you're not exercising as much as the weather changes, you have all these other things you can focus on that will still make you feel good, where you can still focus on your wellness. So that is my challenge for you. And it's not really like a challenge to stick to, but just like really evaluate your overall well-being from this wheel of wellness approach, from your physical health, from your mental health and mindset, the resources you have available to you in your personal safety and security. If we focus on that as a whole holistic approach, it'll make the physical health stuff so much easier. Okay, Thrivers, that's all I have for you this week. I hope this is helpful. Oh, I don't hope. I know it's helpful. (laughs) So before you go put on your running shoes, check in with yourself. Check on the other three quadrants in the Wheel of Wellness. All right, talk to you next week. for joining this week on Thrive 9 to 5. If this episode hit home for you, because I know it did, join Thrive Weekly, a newsletter for people just like you who are looking to do success differently. The link to subscribe is in the show notes below. You can also follow along on Instagram at Celeste double underscore Harrington. And as always, subscribe to the Thrive 9 to 5 podcast so you can stay up to date as new episodes drop each week. I'll talk to you next time.